Hello, everyone. Welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Emily Proctor. And my name is Kat Wellington. <laughs> I, I did not. I did not like that, but I, there's no need to redo it. So it's fine. I didn't. I didn't either. I basically sang my last name, Kat Wellington. I feel like my tone. I sounded like Emily Really Proctor. serious. No, opposite of serious. I don't know. I sound like a school teacher. Anyways, doesn't matter. How's it I going? Mean, I, never, I feel like I never like the way that I sound when I say that. Um, <laughs> it's going well. Today has just been kind of a slow day. Just got some work done. Went to Trader Joe's for the first time actually here. Whoa. If, if you're wondering. Or actually, the second time. And I got like so many meals and it was $44. And I was like, I'm done with Whole Foods. I got to hit Trader Joe's more. Holy shit. It's actually crazy because I feel like with Trader Joe's and it's like brand, it should be expensive. Don't you I think? Know. Yes. I always I always felt like it was until it I was makes no sense. Adult. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking affordable, but it's just terrifying to go because it's always swamped with people. It's horrible. Yeah. I even I went like an off time. Today was Monday when we're recording and it was still really crazy, which is yeah. funny. Last time I went was, it was a Sunday and it was like 11. It was horrible. Horrible. And it was in Annapolis too. Ugh. Oh God. Why would you ever do that to yourself? That's an anxiety type to happen. Yeah. I don't fucking know. It was not, I haven't been back. So. Traumatizing. That one yeah. is really, really small also, which is so scary. Yeah. It's, it's not great. Well, it's how's body, the to, body to fucking body. I've been meaning to ask you, how's the, cause we're like visiting soon and i like want to start like planning my my outfits oh. is it like actually hot there because i'm not like mentally or physically body-wise prepared for that it's like the kind of hot where i don't know i think normal days i throw on like long sleeves and pants but like on my walk okay on my walk to the gym i usually wear a sweatshirt on my walk back i'm always in like a tank top like it's it's the thing is it's sunny so mm -hmm. like this oh. weekend this weekend was hot, I will say. So this weekend I was swimming in a suit and tanning, if that Holy helps. Holy fuck. Oh, my God. I'm so fucked. I keep thinking in my mind because I – I mean, I've been working out. I'm still core powering, but I am just – You know, we won't be in bikinis, I promise. <laughs> I know, but just like in general, I've just been like, oh, my God. Like no one is going to see me for like at least another couple months. Like I'm fine. No, but even if I go out to like, if we go out to eat or go out to dinner or go out at night, I'm in long sleeves and pants, okay. unless I wear a skirt. I don't always wear like tights. All right. That's better, I guess. I was talking about this with my friend today, like, because she just moved here or moved here around the same time as me. And she was like, I wish I brought more of my winter clothes because like, even though the weather hasn't really changed that much. I mean, it's definitely like gets cold, but I like people still dress for the season if that makes sense really I mean I'm wearing like sweaters every day so yeah yeah I guess so are you missing the cold at all not in the slightest no, no. but I will <laughs> say like it does not feel like Christmas at all which I I really don't give a fuck about but like <laughs> it is a little bit weird I like don't I'm not processing that Christmas is like this week at all not no, at all. yeah, it's quite literally in like six days a week, exactly seven days. Yeah, no, I literally asked someone, like, I was like, Oh, what are you doing next weekend? They're like, Christmas. I was like, Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not having processing time really in that way because of the weather. What are you doing about gifts for your family? Did you just ship everything? I sent them all home. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll wrap them when I get home. I'm so behind on my Christmas shopping, but whatever is what it is i'm stressed about mine like i just bought them all for my 
poor parents and my told my brothers what we got, of course. Yeah, obviously. Um, but then we're doing hopefully I don't think my dad tunes in, but we're doing like a calendar for him, which in theory is good, but like my brother seems to think we can go take a JC Penny photo shoot and then get the calendar printed at CVS within three days because that's the amount of time that we have. Interesting. Seems really stressful. I do believe it's possible. But I was like, can you just, like, make the appointment for that if I do, the like, everything else? Like, if you mm-hmm. could just make the appointment. So I think I, that's what we'll be doing. I don't know. If that helps uh, at all. <laughs> I was, <laughs> um, yeah, I think the last thing I want to do would be rounding up my sibling mm-hmm. and step-siblings for something mm-hmm. of that nature. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it would be so fucking kind and sweet of us to do, but that's just not possible. So Yeah. My dad hates, like, any material gift. Like, it has to be sentimental. It's really fun. That's so tricky. (laughs) Well, I'm just like, there's only so many things you can do. It's, like, nice that I guess he wants something that means something and not, like, something that costs a lot. But there's just only so much you can do over years and years. It's, like, photos. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. A trip or something, which is, like, Yeah, like an experience. Yeah, Yeah. we've done, like, concerts before. But Mm -hmm. we're all... And such different, like, places now. And I don't know. It's just – it's tough for sure. It's so – Christmas is so effing stressful with gifts. They just talked about this on Ride. I don't know if you're caught up about how – I think Mary Beth wrote for just giving gifts, like, off-season. Mm-hmm. And because at Christmas, you just buy, like, the most random fucking shit to give to someone. Yeah. I I feel like she's talked about that maybe briefly before, but I'm not caught up. She has, yeah. 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 I – I do agree with that. It is such a weird thing, like, rushing to get things for people just to have have a thing to give when you Mm -hmm. know that they – I mean, a lot of times they don't even want the thing. I don't know. It's weird. Gifts are tough because it's like you want someone to ask – you want someone to tell you what they want so that you know they want it, but then that also takes away the whole – you know, the fun of it. You don't – yeah, you don't want to have to ask because, like, I don't feel like I want to ask my mom what she wants for – Christmas she's my mom like I should know what to get her you know what I mean yeah exactly and then it feels not thoughtful like Mm -hmm. I did ask I asked my parents I was like if there's anything you're wanting tell me and they don't they won't even respond it's so funny and then but then if it's me (laughs) my basically my stepmom will text and say you have until today to send what you want if you don't send you're not getting anything (laughs) so then it's like then you're scrambling to find to put stuff together that you want and yeah, but then I'm like, I don't even know if I really want this. It's wasteful. And then I'm just like, okay, I, it's fine. But I mean, she ends up always getting stuff later anyway, but it's just, it's kind of the same thing. I'm like, I don't want to just ask for something that I don't really need or want mm-hmm. just because it feels like wasteful, but I don't know. Yeah. I love, I love being a consumer. So I love do it. too. Love it. I love absolutely it, love, it, love, it. love it. This year is a ring camera. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So I asked for um, a ring camera from my stepmom and a ring camera from my grandma, one for the front, one for the back. Oh, perfect. We literally have a ring camera and do not use it. We should. Like, is it on? Um, I don't know. My landlord left it when she moved out and ha- talked to Kyle about it. I don't know. It's not really my responsibility, unfortunately. Oh, that's interesting. So she can see when you guys go in and out and stuff. She, like, she like ended her account and told us that we could like make account an account that ring but it's like it's not on we do not like it's not on it does not operate so 
Interesting. I mean, it's nice even just to have one for looks. I do feel mm-hmm. like like in your. I don't know. Honestly, there's like a parking lot that backs up to my back patio and there's mm-hmm. a tall wall, but it's like homeless people have moved into this parking lot. And oh, like, so on this wall, this wall that is my back patio, let me explain this to you. I mean, he actually just moved, but this guy recently, like last week, he fully like built his tent into the wall. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I don't, uh, I have this like, I, and I know you're, are you not supposed to say homeless anymore? But you can't. Uh, I think unhoused is the proper term, but I don't think a lot okay, of people but... caught on to the PC term yet. Yeah, I think it's, I think I'm just going to say homeless if that's okay with you guys it, for now. But I think it's fine. Anyway, it's just like a weird, because I don't, I don't think that homeless people are bad people, of course. So it's like, yeah. I'm, fi- I'm happy to have you there, but it's also like we are sharing a wall. Right. So I don't know. And there's just a lot of kind of encounters in this parking lot. So I'm like, okay. I do, and you can see in my windows. So I'm like, I do live here alone as a woman. So maybe I should just pop a camera just to like, I'm probably not going to, well, I mean, it's not going to do shit, but like, well, I don't it's know. rather safe than sorry. I get it. Yeah. Especially with you yeah. being alone. I totally get it. There's like cop cars always up in this parking lot too. It's like, I don't know. People like party here. It's, it's a party. So I love uh, it. Oh, wow. Obsessed with that. Can't wait for you to see it. I am so fucking excited. I can't wait. It's like almost exactly a month away. I know. And then I am I think my brothers and my mom are coming in February. So then I'll have like another thing to look forward to. Oh, how wonderful. Did I tell you that already or no? No, I don't think so. I'm taking them all to Universal. Oh, how fun. Yeah. I need like another, another go round at Universal because... My first time in Florida was not good, but I just, think I, good. I just think I had Disney like burnout. So, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I think, well, I really want to go to Super Mario World and then Harry Potter World. I haven't done here yet. So I'm excited about that. You know, I big, love this big universal girl. Well, I've never been to Super Mario World and it just looks so lovely. I came home from work the other day and Kyle fully was watching the Mario movie. Mm-hmm couch yeah I mean, that I, <laughs> the man that i'm speaking to was also watching that movie by himself <laughs> yeah i just i didn't even know like i love mario as much as the next person i just i didn't even know there was a movie so that was a fun little surprise i did and i've been wanting to see it did he like it um i don't know if he finished it and it did start to rope me in but then i was like i can't i've got shit to do i cannot sit here and watch this so so it's probably good are you we haven't talked about this in so long are you watching anything right now um kyle and i are actually watching succession right now on hbo i don't so grown up yeah it's actually really really fucking good like i really i heard from the whole world I mean, it's amazing. It's all about rich people and they're assholes and they're funny and it's so, it's so good. Aw, I love yeah. rich people. Yeah, rich assholes, me too. And it's short too. It's for only four seasons and there's like 10 episodes per season, so. Would I like to watch it by myself or no? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Because I don't think it's something I'd put on by myself. I am re-watching, I haven't watched in years, I'm watching Parenthood. I know you've never seen it, but I don't even think I've heard of that. (laughs) It's kind of underground, (laughs) but it's one of my secret favorites. It's just like a really, I guess it's not that cheesy, but it's just a show about this like extended family. Like the siblings are growing up and they all have their own families and it's about, Mm. and yeah, I love it. It just makes me feel, feel good. Well, it has a lot of like, it gets really sad and then really happy. Uh Mm Mm-hmm. 
Like a One Tree Hill situation? Kind of. Yeah. A little All bit. Right. But more, right. just more of a family dynamic. Um, I'm also... Dax Shepard is one of the dads in it. I think if right I, I... Like, I know Dax Shepard is, like, pretty famous. I genuinely think, like, if he, like, showed up on my front door, I wouldn't know who he was. Genuinely. <laughs> I I would know really like I, I, I actually have no idea what he looks like. I always think about there's a guy on like Grey's Anatomy that I always think that's who he is. Because that guy's name is Shepard. Maybe Garrett that's Shepherd. maybe that's oh yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Is Dak Shepard he is he married to uh what's her face? Kristen. Yeah. Well, yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm on first name basis with her. <laughs> right, of course. Um, yeah. So I've I know that they're like together, but I don't really, I don't yeah, really know what together it's like, unfortunately. Children. Oh my god. Wow. Happily in love. He does like he'll talk about his marriage and Kristen Bell like in ways that like it seems so private. Like it it's it seems so intimate the way that he discusses it. And like oh. he'll talk really openly about like problems they have and stuff and she'll come on too and she's the same way and I do think they're just really really smart people and they seem like a really good couple uh, my mom is fully obsessed with Zach Shepard like she comments on all his Instagram posts and he'll <laughs> respond he'll respond every once in a while and she like sends a screenshot and she's like look and I'm like oh my I'm, god they're besties yeah it's like the people that we recognize that like comment on the pod a lot she's like that mm-hmm. for Dak Shepard oh my god I love um, that so much I used to have a crush on him I think he's cute and funny okay I'll have to I'll have to give him a good look later so I can remember he's maybe maybe not your type though okay kind of like <laughs> skater boy no not really I'm not really into that I like yeah. the more like sporty frat guys, you know. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on um, Matthew Greg Goobler? Like, are you into him sexually? Oh, oh, I love him. Yeah. Okay. I I want to sleep with him. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Yeah. Happily. Criminal Minds is by awakening, by the way. With absolutely <laughs> with JJ and and um, Reed. I actually maybe we should like cover that on like a Patreon because I feel like. I'm having so many like situations that I'm realizing like like uh in Glee when Santana and Brittany are hooking up. Yeah. Monumental. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God. Oh man. Well, you're coming home soon, right? For Christmas. I was gonna say, what are your Xmas plans? Yeah, I go home on the 21st and then I come back on the 26th. So I'm not really home that long, but it's Holy just tough shit, when you that's have- no time. I know, but I have a cat. Friends at home. Me at home. I know. I know, but I, I do feel a little bit better about it because you guys are coming to visit so soon. Yeah, that's after. true. And we are going to be there for so fucking Decades. long. <laughs> I don't know where you guys are going to put your bodies in my bungalow. I'm not worried about that at all. I'm a little worried about it, but I just I left don't care. in a like less than a thousand square foot apartment in New York with 12 people. So, and a lot of those people were men. Well, also the men have less stuff though. (laughs) Oh fuck. You're so right. But it's okay. No, I I actually don't care at all. I'm excited. I just logistically, it'll be interesting. Well, I can't, but I'm excited. I'm kind of excited to host because you know, I hate hosting. Mm -hmm. I've like, I've probably talked about this on here before, but like even growing up, my parents, my mom specifically and my dad actually would both like beg me to have friends over. And I'd be like, I don't, I don't want want to have friends over, you know? know, I loved going to your house too, but you never offered it first. It was like a last resort for us. Well, I have like a constant anxiety of like if people are having fun and I'm like, there's 
what are we going to do at my house? But then you do the same thing at everyone's house. But I was just like, I'd rather go somewhere else. No, I totally get I mean, you know, I never had pe- people over at my house, obviously. I feel like we you did later, like in high well, school. Well, yeah, once, once we started like underage drinking and sneaking out, mm-hmm. yeah, then we came to my house. Yeah. Then we didn't actually have to be in my house. True. <laughs> we could just <laughs> we be fake at your house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so anyway, but like with you guys and even like with new friends here, it's like weird mm-hmm. bringing new friends into my place. Like I'm not going to have like a pregame or anything. So I'm excited to have you guys here because I'm just like comfortable with everyone. I can just, yeah. you know, tell you guys how I'm feeling. I'm just excited for a girl's trip. It's going to be so nice. Girl's trip. Girl's trip. I can't wait to give you guys girl's trip content. I don't know if um I was thinking about like how often are we are we going to be like heading the town? <laughs> You're literally the host. My ass has never been to LA. (laughs) Now now I don't want to be the host anymore. I take it back. Canceled. Canceled. Let's just go get an Airbnb somewhere. It's fine. Yeah, there's a little motel down the street. Um, I actually am going to plan like a full itinerary. Oh, wow. I just like personally am so excited to see Cheddar too because I've seen you, but I have not seen Chad in so long. Oh, my God. He's going to be so funny because everyone's going to be sleeping. He kind of sleeps in the living room now. Everyone's going to be up in his face. Yeah, of course. I want to snuggle with him. I can't wait. Yeah, he is being so snuggly recently. I hate leaving him for the holidays. Isn't it so sad to think about your animals spending the holidays by themselves? I literally sobbed last year. We left Nyla home for Christmas. I sobbed. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. It makes me sick. Horrid. Horrid. And now, like, now I'm leaving Cheddar, like, across the country by himself on Christmas. He'll be okay. He loves L.A., though. It's fine. That's true. He does love L.A. He loves L.A. Speaking of L.A., you went to the Mean Girls premiere. How fun. Yes, that was fun. I thought it was going to be like a premiere like with like the cast and everyone. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited for that just to see like Renee and Renee Rapp and Tina Fey. But and other people, but like mostly them. And the cast was not there. So it was more of like an influencer party, like early viewing to promote the mm-hmm. movie and I also wasn't invited I was Connor's plus one but it was really <laughs> fun and I felt like it's I'm still getting used to like looking around and recognizing everyone but not yeah like I don't know them in real life so it's funny to like look around and see all the reality tv people all the youtube like all the og youtubers and everyone it's just like I'm still really getting used to that I don't know it's weird if that happens to us like I'm gonna be so starstruck I can't wait. But I feel like you you wouldn't even know a lot of these people. Like I know all of them because I'm so chronically online. But yeah, like true. I don't and there's even people like I would meet people. I met a lot of people and I'd be like, who is that? And then like Connor would tell me and I'd be like, Oh, yes, because they are mm-hmm. like a YouTuber with millions and millions of, of subscribers, of course, you know? Yeah. And there was like random people that I've come across, but sometimes I can't even like put a name to the face so it's a lot of those which isn't really like like yeah i guess they're celebrities but it's not really Mm. the the same i just saw a video and i know we just we just literally just had this conversation we were talking about the 1975 cover but there was another video some girl posted and she's literally screaming at screaming at him being like are you tom sandoval like while he's singing have you seen that video i can't remember she's like four feet away from him it's so funny oh my god and he sounds like shit i think that was at barney's too and we can go there and we'll see him Don't wow worry. what a fucking treat i can't wait i'm never gonna leave maybe i'll move you moved to, to hang out with tom sandoval <laughs> just to run into celebrities all the time what a dream yeah well i mean 
I don't talk to any of them, of course, because I'm scared of them. I've never, like, mm. really, really, like, clocked a celeb in public before other than the fucking bitch from Shit's Creek, and I didn't even watch Shit's Creek. So it meant nothing to me. Oh, I didn't know you didn't watch it. <laughs> no. I think I've seen the first, like, episode or two, and I just never stuck with it. Oh, so you didn't give – I wouldn't have given a fuck if I didn't watch that show. But she's – that was her first thing she ever did. So it's not like she's, like, famous for other things. Like, Yeah. No, I – I mean, it was cool. Like, I, I – once you always pointed her out, I recognized her, of course, but I was just like, I didn't, I wasn't a fan, you know? Yeah, I love that show. So that was like impactful for me. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel like we should maybe do some advice. Is that possible? Yeah, I would actually love that. Do you want to go? No, if you have a long one, you go first. Yeah, because I kind of I kind of want to get into it. All right, please, oh. God. Okay, Um. so this one has a lot of characters and a lot of names, and it's kind of lengthy, so everyone pay attention. Listen You're up. You're talking to me. Yeah, I am talking to you. Don't space out. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to space out. Okay. Okay. I'm good. My phone's right. put away in my waters. Usually what happens, you guys, when I'm like, oh, I missed the whole story, I drink water because Emily starts talking. So I go to grab my water and drink water and then I forget mm-hmm. to listen to the beginning. So sometimes mm-hmm. like I feel like you guys probably notice when I respond, it's like I missed the first couple of sentences and that's usually some crucial information. I mean, transparently it happens to me too, but yeah, it does kind of like set set the scene. Yeah. Okay. So. But I'm, I'm tuned in. I'm clocked in. All right. Hi, girlies. Longtime listener, but first time writing into any pod. Love you guys. It feels like I'm chatting with my GFs every week, which is probably why I feel prompted to write in this story slash advice. It's a fair mixture of family and relationship drama, coworkers, and some good detective work. This is long, but I promise it's worth it. And I really want your takes on the situation. So here's a little backstory. I have a younger sister who we shall call Maddie and a brother who we shall call Cooper. Our age, our age ranges fall between 23, 27, and I'm the oldest. Up until the day after Thanksgiving, we have all been in serious and long-term relationships, and we are all very close, all living with our significant others not more than 10 minutes apart. I can see my sister's house from my apartment. I just got engaged to my fiancé last month. My brother got married earlier this year to his wife, who we'll call Ellie, and my sister has been with her boyfriend, who we'll call Max, for nine years next month. 
Some more backstory. My sister is currently finishing her last year of clinical rotations for her doctorate program. This year, she got placed in a city about 90 minutes away and moved this past August. Far enough that she had to get a place of her own out there for the year, but close enough that we would we still would see her almost every weekend. Her boyfriend, Max, would be staying at the house they own here because he works full-time in person where we currently live. Like I said, they have a house, dogs, etc., a whole life together. The day after Thanksgiving, Maddie got myself, Cooper, and Ellie together to tell us that her and Max are breaking up, which was super sad to hear for multiple reasons, obviously, seeing my sister hurt and struggling while also being sad for Max. The reasons stated were just that she, quote-unquote, has been feeling the same, wants to be sure they're each other's people, been together so long she doesn't want to just stay out of habit, not knowing anything else. And to be honest, we weren't all that shocked because my sister had been a little distant in the weeks leading up to the holiday, not coming home for weekends in a row, etc. All heartbreaking but understandable. I also found out earlier in the summer Max had planned to propose to Maddie, but she found out about it and told him not to do it. After all this news, Max reaches out to my brother Cooper, so he and Ellie go to his house to talk because he's really going through it. In this conversation, Max tells them a few more pieces of information, such as Maddie admitted to Max that she did form an emotional connection to a coworker and that he saw Maddie texting an unsaved number in her phone with an area code of the city she's currently working in. Now, one of the other students she's working with is a guy we'll call Brody. Along with other students in this program, they've been frequently hanging out together, but Maddie has already said numerous times there's nothing going on between her and Brody. We were a little suspicious because she had stayed overnight at Brody's house before with friends after staying out too late. And I should mention, we are a find your friends family. We all share each other's locations and frequently call each other out when we see someone is somewhere unfamiliar. It was even more suspicious because Maddie never does this for multiple reasons, but number one is because she does not drink, so she is always able to drive herself home. But again, Mm -hmm. at that point, we had no reason to not believe Maddie. We were happy to see her making friends in this new city. But now with the information that Max gave my brother, he did some snooping. He has all the information to the family phone plan, so he was able to log into our account and get the phone records to see the number Maddie was texting. To clarify, he could only see the number, not actual messages. Did a simple Google search and found the number belonged to a guy named Barry. Now, I didn't realize how much information a phone number could get you, but my brother found his full name and address, etc., and we find out Barry is in his late 30s, works with my sister as a supervisor in in her department. Remember, my sister is technically a student. And what do you know the home address listed is the exact address that she had previously spent the night at and told us it told us it was Brody's apartment and it's not like she was texting casually she was texting him first thing in the morning and late at night for over a month and since the breakup my sister has been at this apartment multiple nights in a row Mm-hmm. Maddie has not expressed any of this to us and has denied seeing anyone else. But now, ultimately, my fiancé, brother, sister-in-law, and I are all in a horrible place. We are also talking to both of them, knowing what we know, but can't say anything to either of them. Max is just devastated and wants Maddie back, and we feel terrible keeping this from him. We want to help him without giving him any false hope, and Maddie's being cold and kind of detached to the whole situation with us. And selfishly, all we want is for Maddie and Max to end up together, and it's kind of like we're all going through a secondhand breakup. And in the meantime, we feel like we're sitting on a ticking time bomb of when this is all going to come to light. Ultimately, we have so many questions. Is she seeing this buried guy for real? Are they just hooking up? Is this a quarter-life crisis where she is just getting it out of her system? And then we'll come to her senses. When is she going to come clean? Is she ever going to come clean? And what is Max going to say when it does eventually come out? So yeah, if there's any advice to offer, I'd gladly take it, but I realize it's just an unfortunate situation. Thanks for reading. Love you both to death, of course. Holy shit. It's so messy. It's really messy. I cannot believe. I honestly, my advice would be to go back in time and not pull her phone record. That If that helps. It seems like <laughs> slightly invasive. Yeah, like I just, well, 
it also just makes it, I think, one, it's a little invasive and a little inappropriate, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also now they know the information that they don't want to know. And now it's like awkward for Max, you know? Yeah, because if they didn't have plans on telling him, then why? If you didn't have plans of confronting her mm-hmm. or telling Max. That's what I mean. Then why? Well, like, I thought that maybe they would talk to their sister about it. But they, they probably can't, don't want to tell her that they looked at, they were probably just curious, I guess. I mean, yeah. And I mean, I fucking get it. Like, I totally understand. To piece together that, I thought for sure she was cheating with Brody, obviously. Obviously. When a berry got thrown in the mix, I was like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'm trying not to zone out. <laughs> I think um, that they can bring it up without, I think they need to talk to their sister for sure. Yeah. Yeah. but And I think they can bring it up in a way without being like, are you cheating? I think they can just be like, we've noticed you're spending the night at this apartment multiple nights in a row. What's going on? Yeah. Like, don't bring any of the snooping into it. Yeah, I totally agree. And like, Max doesn't need to know that even though you love him and probably like consider him a brother. He doesn't need to know that information. They're broken up and that's like her business. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think just I would ask her like, especially the sister, the girl that wrote this in, I feel like she can just be like, like, you would say that to me, like, like, what house have you been at? You know what I mean? I feel like that's normal. Yeah, absolutely. And you can probably even figure out the address from that. Like, if you want to say that you found out it's fucking Barry, her supervisor. <laughs> like, you can probably True. that up. I do think, and it sucks, too, because when you've been dating for that long, the other person does pretty much become, like, your family. So I totally understand wanting to be, like, loyal to Max and wanting to help him through this. But, like, she is your sister, and unfortunately, that's life. You know? I know. I do think it's like it's coming from a good place. But yeah, I think trying to get them back together is probably not the best. I know mm-hmm. you're not trying to do that, but like like any hope at all. Like I just feel like she's kind of on her own journey and she might she probably what will happen is we'll end up regretting it. Unfortunately, I just feel like that happens a lot, but she might not like she might just be like sometimes it takes which sucks, but this might have just been yeah. what it took for her to realize that. She didn't want to end up with that person with Max, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like you can be upset with her for that because it's just like it's a little it's like it's emotional cheating for sure. I'm not saying she ever did anything physical, but absolutely. I think in the situation, unfortunately, all you can do is just be there for her, whether she thinks that that's it for her and Max or if she ends up coming around. Who knows? God. She's getting fucked by her supervisor, so she's a little occupied. Right. Oh, it's also like it's not like she's hooking up with a random. Yeah. If they're hooking up. Sorry, I don't wanna. I'm sorry. I yeah. I, okay. I am a little bit blunt when it, but okay. She submitted it. I think if she's spending the night, they're they're completely Probably banging. Yeah, absolutely. She shouldn't have been texting him like that, though. I mean. I mean, the second yeah. you wake up to when you go to bed. What if it's just like work stuff? <laughs> okay. I mean, I just feel like it, after nine years, there is probably a pretty serious catalyst. And it sounds like that he was that. You know what I mean? Because I do. Obviously, the reasoning is is like, I don't know. Maybe it's I don't know if he's my person. Like, that's completely mm-hmm. valid. But mm-hmm. I also feel like things like lead up to that, you know? And yeah. It, it seem like those answers are there necessarily, or at least Max doesn't have them. I mean, yeah, nine years, like you're pretty secure 
in a relationship and like if you make the decision to break up, it's obviously going to drastically change your life mm -hmm. like immensely. So I feel like, I mean, she's getting her doctorate. She sounds like she's a pretty smart lady. Mm -hmm. So she's probably thought it through. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, but it is a tough thing with family because family and friends, when you have to support decisions that you don't necessarily agree with, we don't really know if she was like being, I guess we don't know if she was being flirty or cheating. So she hasn't like, in theory, she broke up with her boyfriend, sucks, really sad, like kind of like mm -hmm. what her sister's saying, but it's like, she hasn't really done anything wrong, even though it might not be the decision that you wanted to make for her. So I, I feel like, yeah, just kind of being there for everyone. And it, you, I feel like you would do a little bit eventually have to draw a line just for her sake because they're like being there so much for Max, which is sweet. And I think initially like those conversations should happen and like he should be able to talk to her brother and stuff, you know, but I also yeah. think it is so sad, but eventually like you probably need to also kind of cut that off if it seems like a permanent thing. Yeah. We kind of just talked about this last week, like the appropriate actions to take when someone breaks up with you and then their friends or family do or do not reach out. And I do, yeah, yeah, I think initially it is nice to for them to do it, to let them know that they're thinking about you. Um, but yeah, I think eventually lines do need to be drawn. And maybe in a couple years, if you guys are really the best of friends, you can yeah. come back around. Also, yeah, and I think that the it's the tone is kind of set by her sister. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like if she's fine with everyone yeah. like staying friends, then of course that's fine. But I can't, I mean, at least like you said, like for a while, that seems like a weird a little bit. I just can't imagine even like my family all still, I watch my mom, like all my ex-boyfriend's Instagram photos still. And I'm like, mom, like she's always the first like, and I'm like, literally, oh, like they all um, like him and like, you know what I mean? But they, they still just know that you can't really just like keep a relationship. Yeah. I still follow my ex-boyfriend's sister on Instagram. I just kind of realized that. That's okay. I think following is like fine. I think it's just like reaching out and talking and yeah. You know. That's true. She's a goddamn sweetheart. She's like the cutest kids. So Yeah. I like I mean, I think following and just like from a distance keeping up is good. Mm -hmm. That's why I was so sad when everyone fucking unfollowed me and I had to unfollow them. So I was like, okay. They definitely creep on you though to keep up. I thought about that before. I'm sure like they absolutely do. <laughs> they probably were fucking thrilled to unfollow me just so they don't have to see my annoying content anymore. Oh, please. <laughs> I'm serious. They're like, oh, thank God you broke up. Let me unfollow. <laughs> they might. They could be in the room with us right now. Yeah. yeah and, and I miss them dearly. No, I think also <laughs> that happens sometimes. Like I remember my and she listens, but my friends like boyfriend unfollowed me and then also like her sister's boyfriend unfollowed me and I was like oh my god like <laughs> do they all fucking hate me but yeah. I think sometimes like guys don't follow guys don't follow influencers really like not like me like they probably mm -hmm. follow like porn stars not these specific people but I'm just saying like no I, I feel like and, like so they're not used to me like storing random shit out the ass you know what I mean they're like and then they just um, I think that they just unfollowed me thinking like I would never this was like years ago when I still had the app before the app, the app hacked me. So now I don't have the app anymore. Mm -hmm. But um, at the time I was like, oh, I was like so sad that they unfollowed me. But I think that they probably just thought it was annoying, you know, and it wasn't personal. 
I mean, yeah, I, I definitely don't think they're like enjoying the content of you posting no. like, links, links to the clothes that you have. Exactly. Stuff so like I that. think, yeah. So I think some people probably were, were thrilled to, to exit. Um, well, no, to me, I'm not talking down. It's just like, I wouldn't, I don't want to follow like a man influencer. No, I totally understand. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm quick to unfollow our besties exes. See ya. Yeah. No, of course. I love, I, yeah, my, one of my best friends and her bo- boyfriend just broke up. I blocked him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> she still follows him and talks to him. I blocked. <laughs> oh, gosh. Depends on the breakup though. Okay. Um, this is like kind of a, this is an advice from, oh my God, wait, this is the opposite of what you just told, but from the sister's perspective. Oh. <laughs> The sister just wrote in. Oh, my God. The same. Anyway, it says, okay, no, shoot, because she was married. I need help. I was a married woman who fell in love with a coworker. Both of us ended up divorced, and I moved across the country for him. He is so wonderful, but I moved before his divorce was final and ended up moving across the country back home to give him more time. I lost all of my friends over, uh, over this. I am feeling so anxious and sad at the end of the day. We just want to be together. But this has been so much harder than I expected. I'm supposed to move back soon, but I'm worried I blew up my whole life for something that may not work out. I need your thoughts and advice on how to get out of the severe depression and loneliness I feel waiting to move back. Also, yes, I know we suck, but I'm down bad for this man. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. The beginning. So she she's divorced now. She was married and fell in love with her coworker and got a divorce. Yes. And the so she moved. I just thought this was different because we never hear from this person's pers- perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, never. Um, so then... She moved across the country for the coworker, and then he, like, wasn't finished with his divorce yet. So she moved back, which, like, as someone who just moved across the country, I'm like, that's not an easy thing to do. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm what? a little, I'm confused about that because it's like, wouldn't you just stay and maybe, like, get your own place and wait or something? I don't, but it was very short. So we're working with what we have. But um, I think, like, when you do something like that and you... It, you're just like saying I'm gonna do this, and I, like, okay, if you're gonna do that, it's like okay, but yeah, you are gonna like probably lose people, and you are gonna, you just have to kind of sit with your decision. I feel like, and somehow make peace with it. I also think that if she were to come back home and just be like, yeah, I fucked up to her friends, like they should be like, all right, welcome home, sister. I don't know, right? It depends on like I don't know what uh, the marriage if the husband, I guess, the friend, yeah, husband's she, friend. God, she left out so many details. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But, I, guess I mean, it, I think like family should be fine. It's like, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're like putting your friends through fucking hell and back mm-hmm. through all of this, and then you well, just... it depends on like cheating and stuff too. I don't know these situations. It's like okay, everything comes down to, and I'm sure we've said a million things that contradict each other, but like it comes down to that everyone's human, and it's like yes, sometimes you fall for your supervisor yes sometimes you fall for your coworker, and you're married it's not good but like we've seen it a million times it'll continue to happen forever but it's kind of like how you handle the situation how you treat people and then like how i don't know how it makes you feel like how mm-hmm. if you feel guilty like how you tell your friends and family i don't know i, I think that there are shitty things happen but it's like you have to treat people with respect kind of so I, it kind of depends a lot of it at least she like got divorced you know 
That's what I mean. Like, it, I'm hoping it wasn't like a full-blown affair before divorce, you know? Because I think that changes things. Like, if you start to feel something and then you yeah. cut it off. I'm curious as to why she thinks it's not work going to work out. I think I need some more backstory. Bro. There is like... <laughs> Oh, there's probably a special place in hell for both of them with peace and love. Me saying that to the girl who wrote it in. But like for the guy who (laughs) made her get a divorce and now maybe doesn't want her. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, I just feel like, God, it's so cliche. It's like the thrill of the the chase with a coworker, Mm -hmm. you know, like when you want something that you can't have, like grass is greener type of situation. And then it happens and then it's just like, ugh. Now we're together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. And I do feel like I've encouraged coworker relationships probably before. But also there is something there is the coworker curse where like you just have a crush on your coworker. You're just going to. It's I don't mm-hmm. know. It's it's a scientific thing. But it's not usually it's not real. So it's it's like probably don't pursue it. You know? Yeah. But if you do <laughs> If you do, in this case. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Let, let's actually, I guess, give advice on this instead just, of making you feel like shit. Like I said, like if you, I mean, if you decide to come home and break things off, like that's your decision and you just have to start over again, you know? Apologize to your friends if you really fucked things up with them. I don't know. I just feel like if they're your real friends, you can come back from that. Like it's your yeah, life. It's your decision. Yeah, you know it's your I mean? love life and your decision. It's not like yeah. they had to move across the country twice or go through a divorce. I mean, they had to support you, obviously, through it all, but it's what friends are for. Yeah, I think you uh, try to make amends with the friends and family that matter to you the most and see if anyone's open to, like, hearing you out. And then I feel like, obviously, this guy... They probably like really. I mean, this situation. I was like downplaying coworker relationships, but obviously, mm-hmm. like these people, these people are in love. So it's like, I feel yeah. like try to make that work as well. I she kind of said she like already moved back. I think right. Let's see. Yeah, I also think yeah. I think she should fight a little bit harder for the coworker she was in love with. Exactly. Yeah, she said I ended up moving across the country back home to give him more time. I'm kind of like, get your ass yeah. back out there. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like that's, yeah, worth fighting for, worth trying to make that work with him because, and like, he needs to be like, why do you need more time? Because even if the divorce itself maybe needs more time, it's like they're, they're not together, right? Like, is it that kind of thing? I've never understood when people are like, and like, I just obviously don't know the laws behind getting divorced, but people are like, oh, well, their divorce isn't finalized yet. And I'm like, yeah, but they're clearly separated. What's the problem? Yeah. I feel like with that, I have a lot of people submit that for Drama Thursday too. like found out my uh, partner's like divorce isn't finalized. I think if it takes years, sure. But if it's like really recent, it's not finalized. I sometimes feel like like when my parents got separated, I don't even know if I've ever told you this. Like they told me they were getting separated and like might. They're just separated. They made that yeah. like, very clear and they like might work it out. I feel like couples do separate with the intention to like maybe work it out. So I think if there's a gray area at all, that's where it becomes suspicious. But if it's like, we're done, done. And the divorce is taking a year to finalize. I feel like, sure. It's fine. Just waiting for like the legality of it all. Yeah. I definitely think, I mean, I've kind of like trauma blocked my parents' divorce out, but I definitely think they, they separated at first in hopes of making things work. 
silly, silly people. It's never going to work. But it's never going to work. (laughs) It's never going to work. I actually still to this day, I don't know if my parents just said that to like make it a little bit easier for us or if they were actually trying to work it out. Yeah. Just trying to ease you. Yeah. Because I didn't like there was no effort to actually. I don't think that these (laughs) ever. I think my parents weren't being honest with themselves either. They were just like Um, separating. I'm like, girl. (laughs) <laughs> I know I know what's happening here my parents I will say like I knew like j- just because we were kids this is why this matters but it's like I had no fucking clue like that they ever even had any kind of disagreement ever which is like kind of mm-hmm. crazy and then I'm like you guys are fucking you're separating like for what you're great <laughs> would you yeah. yeah god what's worse like not like growing up blissfully with your parents and then them splitting up out of the blue or growing up and then noticing their problems and it kind of starts to become your problem definitely the second one is worse because like i didn't have but i had to watch my parents fight all the time like they did it privately that's true i guess like it's like you don't want to you don't need to be a part of that you know yeah even though yeah it was definitely like shocking but i was like yeah happy to not I don't know. I still don't know why they got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't fuck with each other. Oh, right. they, like, they they also really didn't like talk shit on each other ever. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. I guess as we were kids, kind of like a Kim and Kanye situation. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, you, yeah. you're just the Northwest, basically. Uh-huh. Exactly yeah. like Northwest. Yeah. Coming out well, with a single soon, probably. <laughs> Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, did you I, ever see Northwest music? Did you see the song after I talked n- about it with you? No, but you want to know what's so weird is the video of Brooke talking about Matt Rife just naturally popped up on my FYP the other day. And she looked so good telling that story in that white, like, I don't think it was like a full like onesie situation, but she looked so hot. So she always looks so hot on that podcast. I don't know. Like, I mean, actually she was at the mean girls thing saw her from afar turns out she just is hot i was about to say like i don't know how she looks so hot on camera <laughs> she just is hot well, um but like her skin and her makeup always look, just looks like so clean and beautiful mm-hmm. and yeah i don't know and why does that well. so random because well you know what maybe it's my phone working against me because i did look her up on instagram while you were talking because i wasn't really sure what she looked like i knew she was like the brunette to tana mm-hmm. um yeah, and then I've never seen their podcast clips pop up before, and there it was, and it was very entertainable. Entertainable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think it was going like pretty, pretty viral. So pretty viral. Yeah, completely viral. It popped up on Facebook too, like one of those old people ads where it was like podcaster shares story about horrible comedian <laughs> or like something like that. It was like that's oh, so funny. Gosh, she did the get comments. Off, like. She got a lot of articles, which is tough. Yeah. She's also getting a lot of, like, a lot of heat for people are kind of like, okay, you waited until everyone, you know what I mean? Like, they're saying she was, like, defended him so much and is now. But I'm like, haven't we all done that with somebody? And if she hadn't, like, I don't know. I just feel like she would have gotten shit either way. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, it's, yeah, and now all the old clips are resurfacing, and she's, like, just defended him, and everyone was like, why would you 
everyone's just like grow a backbone. And I'm like, but haven't you ever like liked someone that, you know, haven't you ever defended someone because yeah. you liked them? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's all I'll say on that. Um, um, okay, wait, really quick. I feel bad about what I just told this woman who basically told us that she was depressed. And then I said mean things. But I do just want to say, again, people make mistakes. I just think you have to like try to remember what's important try to trust yourself and like spend time with yourself, love yourself. Because I think like that was the decision that you made. You went with your heart and now you just have to kind of deal with the consequences, but it, it will work itself out. You just are going to have to be strong and kind of, you know, make some apologies. Hopefully it works out with your, with your man. Um, if not something else, something else will come and you weren't supposed to be with your husband. So I was just about to say maybe like your coworker isn't the right person, but like you made, you clearly made the confident decision to get out of your marriage for a reason, whether it was your coworker or not. So, yeah, you know, and for some, if for some reason your friends don't want to come back from that, like maybe get a therapist, talk it through with someone like you, you need a support system. Yeah. Try not to isolate yourself if possible. Cause I, yeah, uh, that is like, I don't know. I've never been in that situation specifically, but I do feel like when you make crazy risky decisions like that and then everyone's kind of like what the fuck are you doing and then you're alone and then you have this mm -hmm. new life it's like so scary mm -hmm. I feel like yeah yeah you can't you can't deal with that on your own no for sure all um, right well okay do you want to tell one more do you have like a shortish one or no um I think so let me see actually yes I do have a short one actually and I was gonna save it for the patreon but I'm just gonna read it on here okay so. okay cool little treat for you guys. Okay, I'm obsessed with you guys, and the pod is truly the highlight of my week. So I was listening to today's episode, and she put in parentheses December 7th, which 76, 77? I don't remember. Anyways, and the story from the girl whose boyfriend's ex-fiance has the same name as her made me laugh and also want to tell the story. So my boyfriend and I have been together for close to a year and a half close to a year and a half now, and I've known about this since early on, but his last serious girlfriend shares the same name as me. My name is spelled Sage, like the plant, and her name is spelled Sage with an unnecessary I. Obviously, this freaked me out, but my boyfriend said it freaked him out too, so we both just moved on and don't think about it much. But here's the real story. A couple episodes back, you guys were talking about stalking your boyfriend's ex and like making their day by making your stalking known, so I decided to look this girl up. When I find her, her most recent post was a couple days old, and it was an engagement announcement. The kicker, though, is that her new guy proposed with an empty ring box with a note in it that said, quote-unquote, your ring here, because he couldn't pick out the ring. Maybe I'm being hypercritical, but if my boyfriend didn't know me well enough to at least guess what ring I might want, I'm saying no. Anyways, it gave my boyfriend and I a good laugh and a great opportunity for him, for me to remind him my ring criteria, lol. So I guess perfect in every way, but he's too lazy to pick out a ring and wants you to do it instead. Love you guys. What the hell? <laughs> I feel like if you really need help picking it out, which I, I feel like is somewhat normal then you talk about it before like you don't just randomly propose with nothing and like if you don't want to tell her and ruin the surprise like you, there's resources <laughs> yeah if you really yeah if you don't want to have that conversation and you don't want to ruin the surprise then guess then guess the girl is like she's got to talk to other people like they gotta have to have some opinion of what she might want you know also i would fucking never post that i'd be so embarrassed i would be like redo it do it again later. I'm saying no. But like, did, oh yeah, to post the box that says your name here, like I that would not be going in feed. I can tell you that right now. 
I just, <laughs> I just like, oh, well, for the I'd probably still say yes, but <laughs> no, actually, yeah. Who am I kidding? I'm saying yes. <laughs> I don't think it's a deal breaker for me, unfortunately, but I do think I would just be so disappointed. I'd be really sad. And then you you think about that because that's your proposal. And then that you, that'll always be tied to that. Like you're never going to, even though it seems silly, like it's not about the ring. I, I know that, but it's like, it's literally would upset me more that he couldn't guess like that. That's how I would feel or figure I it think, out. I think it's like a better gesture for them to like go through with p- picking something out that they think you would love, even if it might not be something you would pick out. Yeah. You know what I mean, like that means that they put like effort into just thinking about you. Although, but then there is the the flip side of that where it, maybe it's absolutely fucking hideous and they get it wrong. Holy fuck. I saw one the other day. It was like, I don't want to give too many details because it just recently happened, but it was just not, it was not my favorite ring I've seen. Okay. That's so, hard. And, and that did scare me a little bit. But I send Kyle, like, he knows exactly what I want, so I'm not worried at all. Yeah. I think you're fine on that front. Yeah. I just feel like also when you've been with someone for so long and you, like, know you're going to get married, how do you not talk about it? Like, is that a thing? Like, I I personally don't know because I obviously didn't end up getting married, but I, he knew exactly what ring I wanted. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel, like, I understand. I feel like I would show, like, my situationship of, like, a couple months, the ring that I want. (laughs) I was going to say, I understand if it's early on, but also (laughs) I kind of can't say that because I've been with Kyle for so long and not everyone dates for seven years before they get married. So like in a normal relationship, what's the appropriate amount of time before you start showing them rings? But you have to have a conversation about wanting to get married. I feel like that's normal. Yeah. I don't know. I think there are always like more casual ways. Like I feel like a lot of people get in their head about certain conversations, but I feel like if you're in a I don't know. In my mind, when you're in a, a relationship that's like a, a good friendship, a good solid foundation, like those things just come up and you're like, it, it shouldn't be, even if you're like, you've dated for a couple of years, whatever, and you're not like getting married right this second, I don't think it should be, should freak anyone out to bring up like the type of ring you like, you know what I mean? Just even yeah. in conversation. Yeah. I don't know. I just, if they do freak out, that's a red flag. Yeah, of course. Um, I think there is like something I saw something recently where someone posted when a guy bought her like silver jewelry and she's only worn gold the whole time. And it's like things like that, that is a deal breaker. Like if, if <laughs> I don't know, it's just like pay the fuck pay attention. attention, pay attention, pay attention, Holy shit. figure like, out, like, look at your girlfriend, learn about the things that she likes. Like, I feel like if you know your partner, you would know what at least what style like even just based on their fashion like just mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. alone like their personality like you should just know someone enough like yeah. um if you're gonna fucking marry them yeah sorry sage but i i just oh okay well, it didn't I, happen this, to this it didn't happen to this girl so it's fine i know i know i'm talking about the one with the eye oh sage with the eye well she's she's her x-man's new girl so my x-man brought his new girlfriend she's like I'm no sorry. i'm talking about the sage with the eye is the one getting in got yeah, like, engaged. getting engaged yeah you're right maybe what if she does listen oh my god we have both sages i mean here. it's literally fine i'm sure she's happy she posted she posted that's so she probably didn't give a fuck that's true why are we talking shit it's not us Ugh, i don't want to get as long as, as long as she's happy that's all that matters 
But I do feel like, and I'm not speaking for Sage with an I, I'm just saying like, I feel like so many people that are dating men specifically, like the men just don't see them at all. And it makes me so mad. And the bar is so low. Yeah, there are a couple like, I, um, do you know the comedian Stavros? He's from Baltimore. A fucking course I know him. He was just talking about like how he was on H3 and he was talking about like a lot of like men who are maybe insecure or like overweight and they're asking like, how do you get girls? And he's like, and and Ethan Klein talks about this too, but it's like, just like be interested in the things she's interested, like show genuine interest, be a good, respectful guy, like care about the things that she cares about. Like, yeah. and it's just like, so it's so much simpler. I feel like so many guys are like, it's so hard to get a woman, but it's like, no, just like, just it's be a not, good human. It's not it's, just be women nice. are like women like personalities. So <laughs> sorry to go off on that tangent. No, it's fine. Um, Stavros posts a video every like day or two after a Ravens game as like a alter ego. I've, I heard about that. I've never seen it though. They're pretty funny. I enjoy them. They talked about that on H3 and I wanted to tune into them because what one of the producer or the producer, Dan, he was like, I don't even watch sports, but I watched that. I think it's so funny. And I was he, like, yeah, it's it's really good. My our friend Miana sends them to me all the time. So I love them. And I Ravens are in the playoffs. So funny. So how exciting. Whoa, I had no idea. Congrats. Yep. Vans are in the playoff. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. it means the world. It's crazy how like when you're single. I didn't see a second of football season unless Taylor was on the screen. Like, unless it was a TikTok of Taylor. I haven't seen a single game, second of a game. And you've probably never felt more like yourself. It's not even that. I, like, don't feel anything. It's like, I don't even know what's going on. I didn't... Are we in playoffs now? No, not yet. There's, I think, like, uh, two weeks left. Three weeks. So It's just, like, so off my radar. Well, I think... The Su- I'm trying to think. The Super Bowl game, I think, might be in L.A. this year. And Ooh, I think you want to go? I think the Ravens are going to go, so maybe I'll let you know. I can't remember if they... They might have just announced it actually for like 2026 or 27 or something, but yeah, I'm okay. feeling about it. So. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, you're the only reason that I... I like sports for you. Aw, thanks. Because I like because the you're things- a woman and you like the things I care about. I like the things you like. So if the Ravens are doing well, I'm really happy for you. Full fucking circle. Do you actually think they could win the Super Bowl or are you just happy that they're in playoffs at all? Uh, No, I I actually think they do. And before the season started, I put like $20 on them to win the Super Bowl. So I can be rich if it happens. Awesome. Congrats. Okay, everyone. Well, thank you for listening and go Ravens, of course. Yep. Thank you guys. Love you all so much. Love you. Bye. Bye.